you know, I'm, I'm fed up. I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I, I don't get it. I'm frustrated. Why haven't we figured this out yet? Where do, where do we begin? You'd think we'd know. It's, what, what episode are we on? Uh, this would two. be episode... Yeah, two. We've done two of these and we don't know. Hold on, I can find the real number. It is episode... It's episode 18. This is episode 18, and I'm Wayne. I'm Trog. And I'm Log. I'm Bout. And I'm Gur. How does it feel to be 18, guys? We can smoke cigarettes now. Yeah. No, you can't. No, Gur, you got that, that lighter? No, the age got bumped to 21. Did it? Oh, it, it did. did. Yeah. <laughs> when did that happen? Yes. Score for healthy lungs. Fuck yeah. That's weird. Is it? Is know. that countrywide? It's countrywide, yes. That's a national law. Shit. How did we pick 21? You know, I've thought about that, and I don't have an answer. It's your brain. Is there, isn't it? That's like, that's when the brain is considered mostly I developed. It is, that's yeah. Not... That's, the, that's the average age of when the brain finishes development. I think that's like actually not true, though. I believe it goes up to like yeah. 25. There's no way that's accurate. I heard that there was research uh, that said that, like, you reach your peak mentally, not physically, mentally at 35. So I actually can't wait. I got, like, my, like, I'm about to, like, my brain is about to go into overdrive. All right. No smoking, no drinking. We have a decade left. <laughs> uh, I can already tell I've peaked mentally. Oh, come on. I am definitely on the downswing. I'm 27, and whenever I think back to me at 21, I'm like, there's no way that my brain was fully developed when I was 21 years old. Yeah, like, that's what I, same, same. I misspoke, and I think what it's more what it's more so is that your brain has developed enough that the, the effects of alcohol and cigarettes should not, note the word should, should not do lasting damage. Yeah. And that's, that's how they do it. It's not like mentally developed, it's physically, like your brain's not physically getting any larger. That's, that's what it is. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you're still stupid. You're know. still stupid and you're still learning, but your brain's not getting much bigger. I bet we're all wrong. I bet like there's someone here. There's a fucking there's a fucking craniologist in here listening to this podcast. They're screaming. They're listening to this podcast <laughs> in their office and they're screaming. They're like throwing shit around. Like, I can't believe these idiots are so stupid. Send me an email if you think we're wrong, and I'll uh, tell you to fuck off. Uh, wow okay (laughs) i don't even look at the emails so this person this person is a is a fucking intelligent listener this hypothetical listener is very intelligent 35 years old yeah like why are you gonna tell them to fuck off 35 years old their brain their brain is has grown to its peak yeah now it's gonna shrink it's gonna shrink after they send the email so have some respect are you gonna tell me i'm wrong you're in decline fucker what are you talking about? I'm on the know. rise. Not you. Who's 35? The hypothetical person. I think, listen, listen. I think, like, my life is on the upswing. Things are getting better. They're always getting better. But I think my brain is absolutely on the downswing. It is absolutely decaying day by day. Every mm. video game I play, I lose an I like, 0.5 IQ. I don't know. You said Spooks to Blows, like, four years ago. So it's only up from there. Yesterday, yes, no, yesterday I tried to tell Scorpy that I needed to re-record, like, a consent line for the voice changer, the the voice synthesis thing we've been using, and I was, like, not thinking, and I said, yeah, I've got to re-record the, f- the, f- the fat fart, I, like, didn't mean to say that. Yeah, let me, let me help you out, because I was also there. Oh, man. You said I have to re-record the fat fart, you meant to say the first part, and your brain just went on a completely yeah. different path. <laughs> your brain was like, fuh, fuh. 
<laughs> fat fart. I don't understand though, Wayne. I mean, you are playing Brain Age every day, right? Oh yeah, oh. that's a that's a that's yeah that's, that's what important. Me and doing. Yeah. I've been letting the doctor down. I mean, I don't think I've I've never not played Brain Age every single day since it came I out, and now I'm in Mensa. What's your Brain Age? Two. Yeah, I'm three. I think it's supposed to be higher at this point. No, it's what? No, it's like golf. It's like, you want to yeah, lower it's like golf scores. Every time I ask yeah. you for a number in this podcast, Trog, are you just going to say two? Because you're on a roll right now. It's the funniest number I have. Two is the funniest number since the number one. We asked you to write the answers to these math problems and you drew pictures <laughs> with childlike wonder. I think your brain is very young. Wonder and merriment. Wonder and joy. We asked Trog to recount the quadratic formula and received a picture of a car with two wheels. Is that not just like a bicycle or a motorcycle? You can have only two wheels on a car. It's called not putting all four on. I guess. I mean, you wouldn't like go that's, very that fast. is the that is the go to way. That is the go to way for a kid to draw a car. Like yeah. they don't they don't consider that you would like need a to side see profile. Yeah, like a two D profile, like a bisected car where you where you see just the two wheels. You know, uh-huh. I I specifically remember being a kid and like drawing all my shit like that and like drawing animals like with just like the two little legs and then learning like oh if you draw like. If if you if you draw like at the bottom of the animal, you just draw like the two legs coming from behind that you can depict a slight perspective in a 2D space. And it like blew my mind. And then all my creatures had four legs. Oh, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And snakes. That reminds me the first time, <laughs> the first time as a child, like when I'm in like an art class at school or something and I like finally got grasped the con- concept of what perspective is. I drew like a really nice like hallway. Never uh-huh. once in my life have I drawn perspective that well again. <laughs> I had that flash, and then it was just gone. There's art magnum opus. It happened early. You cleared the dark ages at age six. Yeah, yeah. no, I, that's exactly <laughs> how Da Vinci felt, and then it's just I gone. Mean, you just drew that, like, happy emote, like, a week ago, and that was great. I think yeah. you, you've resurfaced. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Log just referred to, like, that when you're a dumb kid as the dark ages it is no he's talking about the artistic dark yeah, ages. yeah referring to the time period yeah. between the fall of the roman empire and the renaissance era where people just collectively forgot three dimensions and perspective and the fact that humans <laughs> are not the same size as buildings jokes on you because now i get that's my idea growing up is now called uh, little dark ages <laughs> little dark ages the that's when they forgot that dogs didn't have human faces some artists still don't know. What happened? The Dark Ages couldn't have been that bad that they forgot all that shit. They forgot everything. <laughs> it was, oh man. You have to think like, you have to think like, you have to, like, okay. Because what happened was, I mean, you can look up the history books. I, I, I think it'd be too long to explain how they got to the Dark Ages. But you have to think about the scenario, which is like, oh shit. Like, we have no more books anymore like the things that we all wrote down to remember all this good shit yeah it's all gone i know the history it's just a crazy thing to fathom like so much for a second dark ages to happen imagine that like the fucking internet would have to be wiped the fucking the way i see it it's like okay imagine if the internet just went away like you rely we all rely on the internet so much nowadays imagine if it went away everybody would be just fucking winging it because society has to go on. What are you going to do? Like not grow food, not eat, but it's like, 
oh shit i have to do i have a presentation for this for my for the for my job tomorrow well i no longer i no longer have powerpoint i no longer have internet all the records for you know the sales from of all of last year are gone i'm like i'm i'm reduced to like scrolling on a chalkboard telling my telling the ceo like uh i think it was good last year yeah the internet went away but that means computers (laughs) don't work anymore the internet is gone you can't use programs anymore I try to log on to Twitter only to receive an error that the entire internet has been disconnected. I immediately start to cry and draw a human with the face of a mutton chop. <laughs> I think a medieval peasant's brain would probably would have peaked like 500 years in the past. So they shouldn't have ever drank or smoked. They smoked uh, a little bit crazier shit than we smoke. Yeah, like crystals. God, I hope whenever we get like proper cloning tech going, we use that to just bring back, like revive a bunch of peasants and like fuck with them. That'd be awesome. I think should be like now, a high where are you score? going to get this peasant DNA from? I want to show them like CG CGI of like dragons and like <laughs> put them in VR wait, with wait, a dragon wait, in front of them. Uh, what, what do you mean peasant DNA? That's our DNA. <laughs> you just no, go find their bones. You gotta go find their bones and pull their bones out. Of the Would you be able and... to recognize a peasant's bones, though? Like what? Like all oh, these bones look poor. Yes, you'd have to. You'd have to. They'd, it would be in like a thatched roof cottage, and it would have like a, a burlap sack on his head, and like it'd be a perfectly preserved skeleton eating just bread, gruel, eating a mutton, yeah, holding holding a, holding a fossilized bowl of gruel. Yeah. <laughs> have a pitchfork can't wait till we can clone our own surf i think that we should revive a medieval knight and ask him about the giant snails that they fought you know uh, you oh, know man. you're interested in that era of time i'm interested in the 70s i want I, we're gonna one day we're gonna be able to harvest hippie dna and revive a hippie <laughs> and, and ask it about hippie what dna yeah how come we haven't revived a hippie yet yeah what happened to all those guys we got we got to go to like ground zero for woodstock and like dig up one of the bodies how come we never revived a scene kid? <laughs> Damn good question. Well, they still walk the earth. So do the hippies. We're not at the point where we have to do this. Come like when we're when we're still alive, like 50, 50 years later, we can then we can look for the scene kids and the hippies. I don't think we should revive hippies. They're the reason that beatniks went extinct. Damn. Oh no, no, you're yeah. right. We'd be introducing an invasive species. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little dangerous. Evolution called them for a reason. Yeah, we're playing God at that point. We weren't playing God at reviving peasants. No, who cares? That wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> I think the element that you're forgetting is that back then, and this is like the dumbest thing ever. Like, I don't know how. Like, I would love to ask a historian. Yo, if you're a historian and you listen to this and you know about this era of time, please let us know because I'm dying to know this question. So they didn't know that boiling water made it safe to drink. They didn't figure that out. But they're like, oh, but if you cook with water, like boil it. Or if you make beer with water, that's safe. So what do we drink? Uh, Let's just drink beer all the time instead of water all the time. And so like, I think that... Is that really the order that they figured that out? I'm pretty sure, yeah. No, I I don't know. I feel like they they figured out boiling water made it safe pretty early. I'm not no, sure. No, no, no. Boiling water came later for sure. Not in yeah. Europe, at least. I don't know about the rest Damn. of the world, but not Damn. in Europe. Damn, no wonder. No yeah. fucking wonder. They might not even have known that drinking beer was safe. They just did it. 
and the no, ones, they do. The ones that drank beer didn't die, so they kept. Well, doing they'd get it. drunk and like forget. That's how they knew it was safe. It was like, oh well, this this like fucked up funny drink is the one that's not killing everyone. Let's just keep yeah. drinking that. How would they be aware of that happening around them, though? They drink their beer. They're not going to know all the water. <laughs> Trial and error. They, they didn't even know what a dog's face looked like. Trial and <laughs> error. <laughs> they didn't even know how tall a building was. They thought if you saw a building from 100 feet away, it was about the size of a man. Oh, my God. We put two and two together. No wonder they drew like that. They were all sloshed all the time. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be historians listening to this podcast and getting really upset. There was like 600 years of like trial and error on basically everything. That's how we ended up with cheese. The, the, yeah, like the trial and error of any element of cooking is like insane to me. Like imagine yeah, yeah. to be the first person to make to cook a loaf of bread like you would have lost <laughs> your shit. Steps, the steps it takes to make bread. You would have been hailed as a fucking god if you were the first man to make a bread. There is no trial there. Like there was no trial. It was just error and then happy. Yeah. yeah, they just accidentally <laughs> let this bacteria on this gruel. We have a lot of trial and error video games, like Dark Souls and whatnot. When are we going to get an error and happy video game? <laughs> that is the history of it, right? Like, uh, a, a medieval peasant just pulled a Mastergur and left wheat in water or something and... Just and tried to microwave it. Through sheer error, it turned into bread. And yeah, they, they, mi- they microwaved it. Or, or, or a bread-like substance. But here's the thing. That peasant makes that mistake and does that, and he, gets his, and he gets his accident bread. But then he has to figure out why the fuck that happened and how he recreates it. And like, I don't think they would care. I think they'd just immediately make more because bread's the best thing they've ever had in their entire life. They just keep leaving out their, like, bread jankum yeah. bottles and getting this awful, awful bread. Eventually, they get the process down pat, you know, maybe when they sober up. In, when, after they dehydrate and sober up a, just a little, you know? So you get down to it, it's error and trial. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Fuck that. Same shit. <laughs> Fuck you. There's been so many things throughout human history where I wanted to make X, but I got Y instead. But Y's pretty good, too. Think about it like this. If I if I had to wager a guess, uh, pasta as we know it probably had its origin start as fucked up balls of dough and water. They're like, hey, you fucked up making your fucked up dough ball water soup thing. What? Oh, this is pretty good, and it's in a pleasing shape. Let's do this instead. <laughs> How they invented penne. Yeah, <laughs> but that's so depressing to think about. Hey, you fucked up making these alphabets. It's all O's. Hey, I have an idea. Oh, oh. Let's call them. Or they didn't even have the alphabet then. They make me. They make me cheery. Pasta came before the alphabet. I like to imagine like the accidental creation of traditional Korean noodles, where they just accidentally seesawed on some bread for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> now the real brain geniuses, the person who thought about eating spicy food. Oh, this hurt me. I like it. I'm going to buy it before. Yeah, I'm going to buy some more. Yeah, I would love to tap into the, the mental process of the first person to eat a really spicy food. Like, I mean, I think it's more, it's less like, oh, this hurt me, but I like it. And more like, oh, this hurt me, but I'm not hungry anymore. And I feel fine. I'm not like, I don't have dysentery. I'm not like experiencing awful death diarrhea from eating this pepper. Oh, I, like, I, feel, I feel the vitamins rushing through my body because this is the most <laughs> nutritious thing I've had in a week. That's the thing, is your body can tell there's nutrients in there, so if it's not so hot that it, like, 
what makes you like scream, then you're probably just going to eat it anyway. <laughs> no, now I'm imagining the first peasant to eat a pepper just takes a bite and just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! You know how like if you've never had a lot of spicy food before and you eat something even mildly spicy, it's like really hot to you? Imagine you're the first person to eat this ever and it's spicy. <laughs> Probably scary. But like the first person to experience capsaicin on their tongue probably thought they were dying. <laughs> they didn't know because they had a fucking early primate brain. Oh, the shaman cursed this berry. Are you are you telling me that they didn't know what death was? Which I mean, like, I guess maybe. No, they had they had a monkey brain and went, ooh, pain bad. Me no like pain. This pepper's so hot, I'm going to sleep forever. I don't know what that is. <laughs> The first Homo erectus emerged from the primordial pool and immediately ate a jalapeno. He <laughs> <laughs> just stands up and looks around. The first one to slither out of the goop. There's a single pepper waiting for it. Oh, <laughs> oh, an evil, an evil Nautilus cursed this berry. That's like a time traveler prank. The the, the time, time traveler, traveler prank is prank. go back in time to the first uh, creature that could walk upright and give it a pepper. Just see what see what happens. <laughs> then you go. Then you go back to the modern time, and humanity does not exist. Yeah. You've literally <laughs> fucked the up time the timeline that bad. One pepper is all it takes. Like when you think about how we we like are now breeding the stuff for enhanced spiciness and stuff. Like you could just go back and kill a surf with a Ca- Carolina Reaper. Yeah. yeah, you give a surf a ghost pepper. <laughs> Those, I mean, those are, like, basically weaponized food, so probably. I have the opposite, I have the opposite uh, opinion. I think it wouldn't phase them at all, because if you, like, uh, one of my favorite things to look for, look at, like, if I want a historical goof, you know, just laugh at some dumb people who are already dead, what are they gonna do, beat me up? I'm not going to heaven. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, is the look up, is the look up... <laughs> Is the look up? Is the is the look up like black plague cures? Uh, this is the this is the expensive cure. Um, just buy emeralds, grind them up, and just huff it. Just like throw, put like put emerald dust in a bag and just huff that shit. So I don't think I I think it would hurt them. I think it would get a reaction out of them, but they'd be like, oh, this really made me feel hot. Like when I have a fever, maybe this will cure the black plague. That's the thing is you could give like some like poor surf, uh, like a Carolina Reaper and be like, hey, the more this hurts, the less plague you have in you. So just eat as many as you can, buddy. What was a what was a really like name a really like despicable monarch? Um, you're asking questions I'm not prepared to answer. Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. No, not Vlad the Impaler. Like. Uh, whatever. I don't know shit about history, my yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know enough about. Go monarchs. okay, okay. Queen Queen Elizabeth. I don't know if she was good or bad, but we're gonna do this prank on her either way. <laughs> I don't think she was that bad, but I don't know. The one that's still alive, the one that's currently <laughs> in the fucking castle. No, not her. No, no, not her. I'm not yeah, about to do this her. to her. What I was gonna say is, you go back in time, go to some like fucked up monarch, and and dress in like like velvet robes and like get like gold lacing and bring them a bong with a ghost pepper in it and tell them to smoke <laughs> it and tell them that this will get them into heaven for sure and <laughs> i'm an angel smoke this shit yo bitch i got your mandate from heaven right here no i think it's funnier to imagine doing that to the current queen i guess you could do that to the current queen she's old enough she'd fall for it
Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> an angel. Yeah, and then she'd then she'd keep ripping it. She'd bogart that. That shit. would kill her. That legitimately would kill her. I think it'd make her stronger. I think she would be too powerful. We'd have the to. The queen is bogarting the bung. Hey, I I, I want to. I, I wanna, say. You know, maybe maybe it's not the best to like hedge your bets, but like this. But I want to say best opening we've had so far to a podcast. We are far know. past opening. This is we're we're in we're in the thick of it. This is what we call the rising action of the podcast. This is a main topic. The whole time that we've been talking, I've been staring at that fucking balloon blast picture from last time. Oh my god! Why did so we much- choose that? Why did you choose that? I'm pretty sure that was you. I found it and I thought it was great. All right, asked and answered. Hey, it's the thumbnail to the last. Uh, Let's last you know what? Podcast, Let's make so. it the thumbnail for this one too. That totally won't be confusing. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a great I gag. I think that's that. the best gag. Yeah, just change the entire podcast to be called Bloom Blast. Just, just mirror it. <laughs> flip it. Just flip it the other way. Just, just put a put a giant red two in the middle of the image. It'll be Salb Lab. Well, you awesome. have any other terrible ideas to ruin our podcast, or should we move on to a new I mean, topic? It's a great idea. What have we been playing? What have we been playing? What have we Video been jamming games? out to? Anything? Watching, playing, reading, ripping. I'm playing badminton and rugby. Oh, oh boy! By yourself? Yeah. In my room. You can do badminton by yourself. Hey, hey, I got this pepper. You want to eat it? <laughs> you want to yeah. play pepper, bro? <laughs> play pepper. You want to play peppers? <laughs> yeah, let's, my new favorite game, peppers. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite friend. Um, here's something that you guys have been playing that I have not been playing, but I want to hear about it. And that is the game called Fuser, which is like a little DJ game. Oh, yes. And that game looks like a lot of fun. At the time of this recording, uh, Scorpy, our friend that you probably know if you're listening to this, did a stream of it last night that I watched, and I was like, dang, I gotta play this game. It's like so much fun. The short, sweet, and simple is fun game, cool mechanics, needs more songs. Which needs more have. songs. It will get. It but will get. the yeah. songs are, like, extraordinarily expensive. It's like, if you want all the songs that they release in a month, it's 70 bucks a month. That is pretty... I mean, here's the thing. So it's harmonics, right? It's the people who made Rock Band and the early Guitar Heroes. Like, that's how their DLC has always worked. They do not put out... Like, they put out a lot of DLC with the idea that you're just going to pick what you like. You're not going to get all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it makes it makes sense. Like, three, it's $3 a song, three songs a week, or something like that. Or maybe it's $2 a song. I'm not even sure. But yeah, you definitely just want to buy the ones you're familiar with. What my opinion on it is that this might be my game of the year this year. Like, it is a very fun game. It's weird because it's far from perfect. I think the campaign, like, uh, okay, so for reference, to to unlock all of your DJ abilities, right? Like, that's the only way I can know how to, I know how to play. Like, to, <laughs> unlock, to unlock all the DJ abilities, like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, noise like uh filters or like you know the ability to like lower raise the volume you have to play through the campaign right campaign sucks the campaign sucks and the main reason to me at least aside from the cutscenes which you can't skip right you can skip the cutscenes if you think there are cutscenes are knowing to skip them but the campaign is weird because they like try to gamify dj elements and this game isn't like a rhythm game, right? You're not hitting notes to a beat. You're you're not you're you're not yeah, you're not hitting buttons to a beat or anything. 
you're it's it's like okay you're a dj just do these things like fulfill these requests do these things and it's like it struggles at that it struggles at turning it into a game right where like you get scored one to five right one to five stars and what ends up happening is by the end of the campaign they've loaded on so many different mechanics because there are a lot of mechanics right they they do a good job of like giving you the essence of feeling like you're a dj right but they are expecting you to go so ham on these mechanics that scorpy put it scorpy hit it right on the head it it sounds like you're making ytps because it's like okay you know, play 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 you know okay play these instruments so i'm like going i'm like tabbing over to this like to this part of my hud i'm like playing three notes on a on like a synth violin moving on because i need to throw down some like sean paul to fulfill this other request and then i'm like constantly muting and unmuting tracks it's like this is no longer music but i'm doing it and it's giving me four stars so it's like you know it's yeah. it's weird it's annoying it keep it keeps asking you to do something that's bad like it like the the stars can align and it can just tell you like all right uh mute half your tracks all right you done with that mute your other tracks leave like one drum track on and let that play for like 10 seconds because the act of like mixing a dj set is very subjective like like yeah. the score system might as well just be fucking random and i hate it it's like i've got something good it's like all right now use three discs from macklemore's thrift shop and i'm in like a fucking like like r&b set and i'm it's just like in a awful. country set. and then you got and then you get the, the fucking clown saxophone which like you can make work scorby's scorby's proven that but the and then and then yeah like log said you'll just be in the middle of the track and it'll be like all right now fade out all of your instruments and it's like i don't want to do that and then you get someone in the crowd that's like i gotta hear numa numa and it's just like <laughs> everything i'm playing sounds like shit and the and the sad part the campaign is long and you have to play it to unlock everything and yeah, i like it's it for me for some people who really like the game like like scorpy and like and you Balp, like you guys have been motivated to play enough to unlock most of the shit i'm like done i don't think i'm gonna play fuser anymore because the campaign is that annoying for me wow it, it's it's a slog you're not gonna just tough it out it's a fucking slog and frankly i don't get enough out of the game to like keep going like maybe i'll keep doing it but i don't I know i mean do you think eventually somebody will just create like hey run this cheat table or download this save file i hope or- that's what I hope, but, like, the the game is very, like, online integrated, and I yeah. think they might, like... God, imagine getting banned for hacking at a fucking DJ game. Well, it just depends. Like, if, if there's local files for, like, the, the, the purchasable songs and clearing the campaign and stuff, like, I could imagine there's something like that. Something like that might happen, but then it'll, like, I bet it'll block you from playing online multiplayer, which is the best no, part. Oh, I don't think they... Hopefully they wouldn't do that. Well, here's the thing. The campaign is longer than it seems, but what I did was I just sat down one night and I was like, yeah, this campaign sucks. I'm just going to Can you go through can it. Can you fail? It's very hard to fail. I should, someone just make a fucking bot that plays the whole campaign yeah, for you. Just, just like fucking, yeah. What what I did and what and I assume Scorpion did the same thing is I just sat down one and I was like, yeah, this campaign's a slog. I'm just going to go through it because I, I, I like this game enough. And that's the game's major blemish. It's it's It has two blemishes, but one is like... It, it it's about the price. So the first blemish three is blemishes that, then. Really? The the mm-hmm. first blemish is that the campaign. It's a slog. You need to go through it to unlock everything. But what I did was I just sat down, I was like I, I just went through it. And it took me really it only took me one night. Cause you like I didn't 
Like, you don't get much aside from XP, which you use to unlock more songs. From And you can get XP other ways. Like, So I was like, I'm just going to get three stars on every part. Fuck it. And and I, I and I'm done. Like I I finished. I'm done. The campaign also has like there's cutscenes. Yeah, they're so bad. They just like they created these fake DJ personas that are the most obnoxious, like annoying characters with awful writing. And then like, uh, and then the cherry on top is they all look scary. Their their art the, the art style for like the faces in that game is this weird mix of like Overwatch and like DreamWorks characters, and it's like unsettling it it, like it is nearly valley. uncanny valley yeah. yeah the best looking character is the kid that wore a mask the entire time because i couldn't see his face yeah i agree it's kind of weird because it's like they're realistic but just not realistic enough where it's like this is like a marionette thing it doesn't help that they all have mocap yeah like i wish <laughs> i wish they were i wish they were less detailed because then that would look fine you know the other thing is the price tag. It's 60 bucks, which is fine for like a new big budget game. Uh, but when you add the fact that you're probably going to get DLC, like it adds up. Some people might not be into that. That's why it's like that may or may not be a concern for you. What was the third thing you said? You said you had the a third thing for me is the multiplayer is oh yeah it's just it's just incorrect what they they set it up incorrectly it needs to be more configurable it is called co-op freestyle but there can be an individual winner that that, that co-op there there is neither co-op nor freestyle in that I mean, it's not really a winner. It's just like it's it's just like oh, you got the most likes from your friends. Like it doesn't. No, but it's a it, it's it makes it feel pointless because you sit there, you have like thirty seconds to do anything, and then your turn's over, and then you have to go through a cycle. You need more time. Like the the it's co op in the sense that like wherever you you your friend leaves off, that's where you pick up, and like. You have to take that set and then turn it into something. That's why that, it's co-op. That also it feels competitive. Slightly more competitive, just, especially yeah. when it's in a streamed environment, because then everyone in your chat is like, "Oh, you fucking lost! You got no like," and like it. Then it becomes a little bit different, but like it's not really a winner. Yeah, what I was gonna say is like, yeah, it, it like that mode is fine the way it is. It's just like so fast, like. Each person needs like minimum six minutes. Six minutes? That's a little too yes. much. Yes, because it's freestyle. You're supposed to just jam out. I could see a mode where I'd want six minutes. Like it should be configurable. Like uh, let configurable, me, I, I, yes. I, I, sure. Two minutes two minutes would be good, but you get like forty five seconds. It's like thirty. Is it literally thirty seconds? There's no way it's No, it changes based on BPM. Yeah. But it's like thirty to 60 yeah, seconds. that's that's even worse. You have to pick up. You have to go slow. You have to go slow to get any time. And then sometimes, sometimes it bugs out, and you're not allowed to like mess with any of your discs for the first ten seconds. Well, I assume that's a bug that they'll fix. The nature of the co-op freestyle mode becoming like slightly more competitive. The fun part is just fucking over your friends by like, all right, girls up next. BPM three thousand. All right, uh, six Soldier Boy tracks and All Star. All right, there you go. And like, like swap in the the happy lyrics. What's <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? What I'm about to say? It, it always it always ends on like a specific crazy, bit. Whenever whenever you're done with your part, it always ends with like a specific bit. It trails off and then goes to the next guy. If you end it, if you end it with happy, it'll always just be Pharrell Williams going, might seem crazy what I'm about to say. (laughs) 
being bad at that game is also just funny because like I'll just like I'll just like stumble over the controls or not pick the right track and then all of a sudden you just have like one vocal track solo and nothing else just don't let the walls cave in on you and just like 10 seconds of silence because that vocal track is just like fuck because you can't remember which ones are playing at what time (laughs) well despite what all of you have said about the bad parts of this game i am still very interested in at its core it's great if you are like the reason why i point all those out is because if you are willing to pay for the game if you're willing to deal with a monetization model like a dlc model that is exactly the same as the other harmonics games like rock band and just know that like mechanics are locked behind a campaign this game is like legitimately the most fun i've had in a video with a like a like a single player video game in a long time like there have been days where i like where i'll be like oh i'll play some fuser and then i'll play and i look at the clock it's like oh it's like 4 a.m now (laughs) yeah it seems like that kind of game where, because you can just put it on a mode where you just like keep going, right? Yeah, like the freestyle infinite. mode is fun. Yeah, the freestyle mode that I wish that if the freestyle mode just had everything unlocked, like effect wise, yeah, every single, I, thing. it would be fine. It'd be it'd be perfect. The game would be great. My personal recommendation for Fuser is give it like a month or two. Let them release more songs. See if they will mix up the freestyle or the co-op freestyle. See if they add anything to it, and then get it. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is, similar to all video games that are released nowadays, like, it can get patched, you know? Like, they can they can change things, they can add things, so... I am very curious to see what modders do to it, because yeah, it is apparently songs. made in a format where, like, that's possible, and I'm curious if people figure out how to put stems into it proper that, like, actually sound Being correct. able to add custom music and and specifically have it work in multiplayer would be the funniest shit ever. Oh, it'd be great. I'd that like to see people just no make brainer. just make different assorted tracks of like videos. It's like it's like uh like all the CDI cutscenes as tracks. Yeah, like that would be great. Are you kidding me? That I would so love weird. that. I keep saying this, but it's kind of accurate. It's like it's not the best video game, but it is but an a good amazing one. toy. Like, it is the best thing to just, like, sit down on and just be like, I'm gonna fucking just... This is the funnest I've had in a long time, just messing with tracks. This is the funnest I've had! Yeah. <laughs> this is too funnest. <laughs> this is too funnest. I'm gonna eat up... Oh, let's fly peppers! <laughs> I was asking Scorpy about this yesterday. I was asking if they had MIDI support, because, like, the way that the game is set up sort of looks like they were kind of emulating like the idea of a midi controller with certain parts of the ui but there's no like there's no support for an actual midi controller i would love if the game supported a midi controller at some point because that would add like another layer of fun if you could use an actual dj turntable like with a midi output i'd like to see them actually make or have somebody make for them a uh peripheral a peripheral, yeah. I think they're probably done with the whole peripheral game. Didn't it didn't work out for them in the Them end. personally, sure, but I could I would I could definitely see a third party wanting to do it for them. The one thing I want and they don't even have to add this, but it'd be insane if they add this. You're not, it's not, it doesn't even go as far as what Trog wants. Just let me get my Andre three thousand on. I want to be able to play tracks in reverse. That would be interesting. That'd be cool. I could see them adding more effects and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
It's they have a good core of a game. They just need to flesh it out. It sounds like yeah. The one thing that might make me go slog through the campaign again is the fucking like some of those effects seem like so much fun, like the looping and like the distortion. What I'll say is the stutter. Skip every cutscene. They tell you. Yeah, what I already you do. To, yeah, don't skip, worry. Yeah, skip every cutscene. I kind of. Like, I think I'm gonna try. I like. I honestly might just go in and try to play it like blindly like just pressing keys and like not even paying attention nah don't do that because the key to getting it's at just least three so, stars it sounds so bad it just makes me mad like when they force me to drop in random tracks and fucking I know, mute I know, shit i know yeah it's weird it, it and like i don't even fully blame them for that because it's like how do you gamify being a dj like you're not you're how do you gamify subjective taste dj hero yeah you're expressly not playing an instrument you know, yeah. so it's like, I mean, they tried it. They tried it with DJ Hero, and it was just kind of like, you know, it was just a, a normal notes coming at you, press them to make them disappear rhythm game. But one of the weirder features of the game is like they have you, they have like instruments where you can just like play loops of like drum pad instruments, and they kind of suck. Like they kind of just don't they really do fit like ever. Shit. They you have like. Like one one of the early earliest instances in the campaign where I just got like mad at what the game was asking me to do was I was doing a rap set and like it, it was all like classic rap. So I'm playing like DMX, I'm playing like Nelly and like and then it's like, all right, now drop in a fancy piano loop and the fancy piano. It's like just like classical piano. It's like a and MIDI sounds, piano. It's a classical MIDI piano, and like you got X, you got X gonna give it to you. He going, and it's just like, what is this? And then you have an elf in the background playing his piano. It sounds like shit. What is like? I don't know. Like, why did it? And, and that was the mission where it introduced that to me. And it's like, why do you want me to do a rap set, and then you give me this shit, this trash? Yeah, I don't know. It's I I would love to for them to just not lock that behind the campaign. I'd like for them to patch that out. I, I don't know. I, I understand that they wanted to use it as a tutorial. Uh, I think I would rather learn by just playing with the tools than being forced to use them. What else we've been playing? It's more fun. Oh, what else we've been playing? The answer to that is... Uh... Welcome to Wayne Radio TV's Dead by Daylight Killer Tutorial. I have... I, I, Lesson I'm 1, Barbecue and Chili. I'm struggling two, to think pudding. of what else I've played. Lesson 3... Guilty Gear and Tekken. Yeah. Oh, Teardown! Dead by Daylight is, like, all I've been playing. Teardown came out, came out, and I had fun with that for the first week. Aside from Fuser, we're all playing very different things, actually. This is the one week where, like, aside from Fuser, it's like, a lot of us are just playing something different. I've been playing Tekken. Uh, I've been playing, I've been playing, a, like, a mishmash of things. Instead of playing games for the last couple days, I have restarted watching Star Trek Voyager. Oh shit! And how's uh, that? How's the Neelix show? Uh, there's not one likable person in that entire ship. Bad. <laughs> Everybody in that fucking ship sucks. Wait, is Voyager the one with Neelix? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was Deep Space Nine. I don't know shit. I've tried watching Voyager before, and I I got start to finish, but that was like I watched maybe four or five episodes out of each season. I I'm trying to watch more this time around. I'm like almost on season four now. Nobody, there's not a good person on that ship at all, for real. What? You don't like, uh, Neelix? You don't no. like, you don't like Captain, 
What Captain, about Tuva? Uh, Nobody likes Neelix. In fact, they go out of their way to make fun of how awful Neelix is at cooking, and yet he's always the cook. Uh, the captain is like, I don't know, she's like bipolar, where one moment she's against something, and immediately, like, five seconds later, she's all for it. Uh, I think Tuvok. What about Tuvok? Yeah, what, what about, about Tuvok? Uh, Tuvok is a Vulcan, and he's a wet blanket even for a Vulcan. Sounds like the show sucks. And yet, it's keeping my attention. Why don't you just quit? Why don't you just watch the TNG again? <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's true. I've done it like three times. I can't. Why don't you type any given word on Netflix and watch it? You could type in Pepper. Netflix sucks. What's better, Surviving R. Kelly or, or Voyager? Voyager. Other than shows I've already seen, there's genuinely nothing on Netflix that like I've wanted to watch at the moment. The uh something that just came across my eyes today on Netflix was something called uh what was it? It was like Son of Odin or some shit? What what the fuck was it? I don't know. You tell me. Okay, I will tell you, Trog. Mm-hmm. It was called Son of Blood of Zeus. Wow. And what's it about? I I I don't know. Oh. Why'd you even bring it up? It just looks interesting. It's about, I was, it's about Hades. I was hoping somebody had actually played it. Or watched it, rather. <laughs> you heard of this? Alright, guys. I was on Netflix today. I saw a show called Haunting of Bly Manor. I, was hoping I don't know anything else. It. Conversation over. Um, I typed in <laughs> I typed in Pepper, and it gave me results that were not related to Pepper. I, I went on Netflix, and I saw, I saw a show called Peppers, and I watched it. And it was just a video of people eating peppers. And then I got a big urge to play Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> the first result is called Peppermint, but it's not out yet. But the rest of the results are like Maria, PJ Masks. Um, mm. it, it's like a fusion of kids shows and also like uh, people with military, guns. military action shows starring Matt Damon and Ryan Reynolds. Have you guys ever watched a Hallmark movie? Yes. Their existence perplexes me. There, are, it, it is. It is. Well, you're not a 57 year old woman. I know. I've I've watched one because, like, a, a a long time ago, I dated a girl who thought they were like kind of entertaining and kind of funny, and I watched one, and it was just the most like milk drivel, toast. just like milk toast thing. It was a Christmas movie about a knight who wait, wait, went no, no, forward no, 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 in time no, 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 and no, falls no. in love with a white Damn girl. It. What? Damn it. I was I was gonna guess the I wanted to guess. I wanted to guess. I wouldn't have guessed the night traveling through time to be fair. No, that the that sounds interesting. I mean the concept there was a little bit wild, but it was just boring as fuck. Yeah. And it was just like and the night was like they didn't even do anything interesting with it. It was just like a night the night would like be on a horse and like he'd see a car and be like, That's a strange horse. And he was way too calm and it just beast. like it just sucked. Did the lady say that he was her knight in shining armor? Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> I, like, there was there was some weird subplot about the knight being cursed by like a witch and like the witch was also traveling through time and it and then like I don't know. Hallmark had to water it down for being too exciting. The other Hallmark movie we watched was like it was it was a it was a it was literally about ChristianMingle.com, like the website. <laughs> like sponsored. And it was like it was about it was about a woman who wasn't Christian. Like thinking that all the men on regular dating sites were bad and not good, so she went on ChristianMingle.com and started dating Christian men and pretending to be Christian. And then she goes to like, then she goes, then she goes on like a like a like a what do they call it when like 
you go to you go to another country, you like build houses, like a mission, like yeah. a mission trip or whatever they call it. She goes on like a, a mission trip to Mexico and it got a little weird. And like and then they're like and then they figure out she's not Christian and they're like, you lied about your faith. I'm sorry, but God says I can't date you anymore. And then they break up. But then she ah. but then she starts really reading the Bible and she's like, wow, this God stuff's pretty great. And then and then they they, they fall in love and go to church together. And uh, the reason I bring this up. Oh, that movie is a bad ending. I think yeah. I, I I saw this. I think like I don't remember where I saw it, but I I saw sweepstakes very recently where the the number one reward is you get to star in a Hallmark movie. Oh, and that God. is like the craziest. That is like the craziest fucking sweepstakes. The lamest. It, no, because to me, like what would happen if you won and you like suck? We're bad. What? They can do a lot in editing. <laughs> okay, okay. If you had to wait, if I had to wager a guess, there's no way in hell they let you play the white couple that actually falls in love. When they say star, you're probably like a secondary, like a supporting character. God, that'd be so funny. I like, I almost wish I could win. Like, that would be fucking hilarious. Like, I'm just streaming and it's like, hey guys, I'm in this Hallmark movie. Go check out Christian, the Christian Mingle official movie. Go watch that shit. I'm the a guy in the, in the background eating corn dogs while the, while, the white, <laughs> while the white couple falls in love. Toad. It would be sick. I would, I would love to be in an awful movie. Just a trash, like... It would be fun. That's something is I've always kept my eye out for Neil Breen doing casting calls here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That oh, is man. like, that would be, mm, man, I would fly out and like also audition if that happened. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> you know, he does auditions. Don't even you just mean show up. I don't think that there's going to be auditions. I think he does auditions, but the terms of which you actually get put in the movie are probably incredibly subjective and bizarre. Like, here's how I guarantee I could get in is he would show me like whatever script I'm doing and be like, oh, you wrote this. This is incredible. I would just have to appeal to his fucking ego. You just kiss his ass. <laughs> just just kiss his bony ass and you'll get in the movie. Oh, man, I hope your balls are out in this movie. I feel like he could. <laughs> are we going to see your balls, Neil? Oh, man. Mr. Breen? The um, Mr. Breen? <laughs> I feel like he would turn you away on such like bullshit terms like, oh, you're too young and I don't like your hair. Like, I feel like he'd pick some like egotistical bullshit reasons for kicking you out you know how far up bone is at his own ass he is you know i don't like that you just came in here with a habanero and just ate it <laughs> listen we don't play peppers on set we don't yeah, eat anything but tuna on this set we only play peppers <laughs> if you bring enough to share with everybody <laughs> dude if you walked in with a crate of peppers you would be guaranteed to be on that movie i i'm yeah, just bring a bunch of food. certain just got to find out what Neil Breen's favorite food is and bring it to the bring it to the audition and you'll get in the movie. Figure out what his favorite pepper you is. You know what his favorite food is. What is it? Tuna. It is tuna. It's canned oh, tuna. Oh yeah, it is Cans tuna. Cans of it. I forgot that that's like, that he writes himself to eat like 20 cans of tuna per movie. Alternatively, that's just the cheapest prop food he could find. Tuna's not <laughs> cheap. Tuna is yeah. not cheap. Canned tuna is not expensive. He doesn't eat it at all. He scoops it out and leaves it on the ground. We know from doing low-budget public access programming that tuna is the cheapest prize you can get for your participants. Oh, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Breen, I mean, he was he was the one that lost at the foot of the Temple of Olmec all that oh. time ago. He's still he's he's still reaping the rewards. It got him addicted. <laughs> he got addicted to Starkist tuna. His fall from grace started way before his brain ate reached the maturity level of thirty-five. <laughs> 
Damn, he really fell from grace. <laughs> Don't eat tuna before you're 35 or you get addicted. <laughs> we should we should put an age limit on tuna. Yeah, he was only 12 when he was on that show. Now he looks like he's 60. Do you guys like tuna? Sure. I okay. like real tuna. I like tuna that's not in a can. Like I like tuna is one of the things I like to get when I go to sushi places. Like when it's like whether it's raw or oh, fresh or like going. actually cooked. I, I like tuna, but the <laughs> the stuff you get out of cans, like yeah, it's weird how the difference is because like yeah, you see like you see like a piece of red tuna on some sushi rice, and they're like, yeah, that's three hundred dollars, <laughs> uh, and then you get a can of it, and it tastes just kind of mediocre. Well, there's many kinds of tuna. Yeah, there's more. There's multiple kinds of tuna. Do you have any foods that when you were a kid you ate so much that you can't fucking stand them now? Because like for me, that's yeah. yes, called Cheetos, tuna fish, like tuna fish sandwiches. Went from like age of zero to like six, were like all I ate. Specifically, like tuna fish sandwiches. It was like whenever you take the canned tuna, you'd mix it in with like a little bit of mayonnaise, and then like you'd put that on a sandwich. And what my mom would do specifically, I'll never forget this, is like. Most kids, when they have a sandwich, like the mom, the dad will cut off the crust or whatever. For me, my mom would cut it up into little like cubes. So it was little bite sized finger finger food pieces of sandwich. And I loved that shit. And it was all I would eat. And now like the smell and the sight of like that kind of canned tuna fish makes me want to fucking like vomit and explode. I hate it so much. I, I am dead certain we've gone over this. Maybe. Tuna? I don't think Not so. Not just that specifically, I mean in general. Because I do remember, because you, you also said something about, like, uh, peanut butter. You hated peanut butter, and then you like it again. I mean, we also might have talked about that off podcast. We also might have talked about peppers before. I don't know. I, we can't keep track. There's been too many podcasts. There's been 18 of these fucking things. You know, you know, you know, there is, there is a, there is a dedicated fan out there who is transcribing all of the podcasts into text form. I bet we could ask them. I bet, I bet we could be like, can you, like, can you we write down scribe? like a list? We do have a scribe. I wish I knew their name. Thank you to whoever whoever this is. I know that they post them to the Wayne Radio TV wiki. The um, we, get, we but, got. We'll, we'll thank you. We'll thank you. Well, thank you. The um, but a, a compiled list of every topic we've ever brought up would be like amazing. It'd be a long list, and we yeah, it would be a long list. But you know what? Uh, I am burned out on when it comes to food. This is this one's surprising chips i don't like chips it isn't as bad for you like i won't like wretch when i see chips and if someone offered me chips i'd have like one or two or three but like i don't i won't ever buy like i won't buy chips for myself chips are just something i don't want anymore you know what i mean i don't care about regular potato chips if it's like a if it's like those special like specially cooked potato chips like, yeah like like fresh out the oil yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Good. Have you have you have you ever had like restaurant made like fresh like literally just cooked potato yeah, chips? That's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, but I'll have like like a handful. That's it. I'm not gonna like go down on them, right? And the and What's the, the best Valp will not go down on chips. You heard it here first. <laughs> what is the best appetizer you've ever had? Mozzarella best appetizer. Yes. Um, I have a very specific answer. Th- there's a, there's a place. Uh, around here, where one of their appetizers is like wonton nachos, which sounds really sh- stupid, but it's actually really good because it's just it's it's you know the wonton stuff and chicken and like basically just like a whole bunch. It's it's like nachos but with like Asian ingredients instead of you know like Tex-Mex type stuff, and it, and it winds up being really good. Like the wonton in place of like the nacho chip. 
is actually really good. I went to this Italian restaurant uh, like a while back, and they had an appetizer that was called like you you said, "Hey, mama." Coincidentally, the they were called Mama's chips. They were they were called Mama's chips, and what it what it shut up. What it was (laughs) was a plate of like super thinly sliced eggplant that was then fried oh. like they were potato chips. So super thin fried eggplant chips with like this delicious cucumber yogurt dip that you would, that you would dip it into. Like, Oh my God. Yes. This is Iki. Yo, that sounds good. It was so good. Oh my God. I, I could, I could have ate the whole plate and been very sick. You could probably replicate that at home. That might I mean, not the, be too the, hard. It was a very like, it was a very like fine fry and uh, cut like, job. It was like, like it was it was, like it was professionally thin. made. Yes, like that's why it was so good. Like for me, eggplant isn't. I don't really like eggplant. Like normally, like like a thick cut of eggplant, I honestly can't stand it. But when it was this thin, oh my god, it was so good. It removed all the texture bits I didn't like. I can't say my brain has ever logged an appetizer on like a favorites list. I don't usually have many appetizers to begin with. Mozzarella sticks. Perfect. Ten out of ten. So I would say uh, like a mozzarella sticks or a bloomin' onion. <laughs> I do, I do I love know. that you're like Log and I have a specific dish from a specific restaurant, and it's like best appetizer I've ever had. Mozzarella sticks does it every time. Perfect. I mean, number one. <laughs> literally, literally, I wish I had mozzarella sticks right now. I would. Me too. I would leave this podcast to go get mozzarella sticks. I might go. I might go <laughs> get some mozzarella sticks tomorrow. Fuck. I don't usually do appetizers. I just jump right into the main course and be done. I I love a good appetizer. Enjoy the enjoy the trip, Master Gur. Calamari. Calamari. I don't eat much. Oh. Y'all like calamari? You gotta eat some more. Fuck cal. Oh, I hate squid. You hate calamari? Ah. Fuck Dude, squids. You know. You crazy. Squid. Have have some have some cheese yeah, fries, man. you know. Like Routine. mozzarella sticks are good. I think the favorite. I think that my my like whenever it's something like, whenever it's not like a specialty, the thing that I like the most, and it's good because they're readily available in Texas, is uh, fried pickles. This is pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. I will say not my favorite, but I do like them. I, I a good plate I had at some restaurant was like fried pickles and cheese curds, and it was very good. It. I remember watching Billy and Mandy once, and one of the characters dick, dipped a uh, pickle in uh, some they chocolate. Dicked. They they they, they, they dicked a pickle. They did not. No one got dicked down on Billy and Mandy. Please don't say <laughs> that up. on our podcast. Buenos dias. They <laughs> Buenos dias, Mandy. <laughs> they dipped a pickle in chocolate, and I was like, Impossible. "Oh, that looks gross. I'm gonna try that." <laughs> and how was it? So I took a Salty pickle sweet. and I dipped it in some like. I dipped it in like some Nutella and I ate it and was like, oh my god, that's actually not bad. I don't know. I feel like a pickle would be too like sour right. for chocolate. Too sour, too juicy, maybe. Peanut butter pickles is like a is like a known thing. Really? It was actually that's not bad. Black. That's a little bit more like like with peanut butter, like peanut butter isn't just sweet. It's it's more savory than sweet. Unless it's like super sugary. Depends on what it is. If it's like skippy, then it's more sweet than anything. Yeah. God, I love crappy peanut butter. Like Jif is so good. Crappy sugar, like crappy for you peanut butter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We want to questions. Yeah, peppers? we should probably start doing questions. Peppers, yeah. Yeah, peppers. Peppers. Yeah, you peppers? want some peppers? You want some peppers? First question here from Pepper Gamer is just the word peppers with a question mark. What do you think? Will you play peppers on stream? And the answer is yes. I'm totally listen. Once this podcast is live, I'm going to do a stream where we're just going to play peppers. 
Can we actually do that? I would, yes, I we could do it. We'll get a bunch of peppers and we'll, we'll figure we'll come up with some rules. Here's your here's your pepper, bro. And it's a uh, yeah. You, you ever you ever have you ever have your friend pass you the 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 weird third party pepper and it's covered in Cheeto dust? <laughs> yeah, you get you get our extra pepper that we don't use unless we have guests over. <laughs> your Mad Cat's pepper. Yeah, Mad's cat, Mad Cat's pepper with the the see through skin. Yeah. Oh Ooh. no! Extra seeds. The seeds are bright orange. They just hand you a handful of seeds. Sorry, this is all we have. Eating a handful of jalapeno seeds would just be an awful experience. Just a nightmarish encounter in life with those seeds. That's how you would kill a peasant for like for real. <laughs> but hey, you know, if you're down, I'm down. Let's play peppers. Peppers. All right, first question from Zekiran. If you were a lich, what object would you store your spirit in to keep it safe? Now, this is both, this is a question of both, like, an object of importance to you, but also, like, what is the smartest pick? Like, like, what, 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 what is this called? A phylactery or something yeah, phylactery, like that? phylactery, yeah. Phylactery, yeah. Like, you want to pick one that the, that the, the adventurer who's questing to kill you and take out your lichliness from this world... You want it. You want to put it somewhere they'd never expect, or somewhere they could never get to. Where do you put your soul? Easy. Nintendo DS. <laughs> you kidding me? Which one? Which what color? See, funny that you would choose that one because I was thinking of picking a Wii U because nobody wants to touch it or look at it, so it'd be pretty safe. <laughs> My answer is should be the obvious one, where it's a uh, fake dog turd. Yeah. Just so some, just some like dollar store prank toy. Yeah, no one would bat an eye. Nobody would touch it if it was inside. They'd be like, "Ooh, that's gross. I'm not going near that." If it was outside, they wouldn't even like notice it. But like, you'd have to protect it. So it's a it'd be a doctored in a box. Like it's like obvious. They go, "Oh, I got pranked," and close the box again. I would put mine inside of Asimo the robot. <laughs> uh huh. I would put I would put my soul in there. And, like, everyone loves Asimo. No one would want to hurt him. And, like, yeah. he'd be walking around, so he's on the go, so you can never find him in one consistent place. One problem. I'll enlist the help of the mighty warrior. A, a warrior immune to Asimo's charms. One who thinks Asimo is just a, a lazy, a lazy good-for-nothing oaf. Maybe I take it back. I think... You know who? <laughs> you know who? Phelps just poked a giant hole in your theory. No, the flaw here, you're for, you're not even thinking. The flaw here is Osimo would fall down a flight of stairs and destroy himself. <laughs> oh yeah, what if he falls down the stairs and my soul cracks and dies? So cry me a fucking river! Die! The fucking... Asimo is, is constantly in danger. Yeah, from himself. Okay, okay, because I just fucking screamed that and no one's gonna know what it is, we got a video of the times for this podcast is uh, Asimo Brutal Stairfall or whatever the fuck it was called. There's a really good video of Asimo. You'll see. I think it is called, let's see. That's literally, it's like Brutal Stairfall or something like that. Yeah, and then Carl Pilkington would come out and just rip its head off. Okay, I need yeah, a better one than Asimo. it's literally just called Asimo's Brutal Stairfall. That's the video of the times. Anyways, a Nintendo DS is good it. because it's fun and compact and you can't break it even if you want to. 
mm-hmm. in the elephant's foot. Oh, what? they'd have to make a sacrifice. I would use my lich powers to put it in there safely because I'm a lich. I, I'd be able to endure the radiation and I could put it in the elephant's foot. I literally would be unstoppable. What is the elephant's foot? The know. elephant's foot is the center of Chernobyl. Like oh. it is it is it is ground zero of the Chernobyl nuclear yeah. disaster. Okay. Have you I do do have you ever seen a picture of it? Look it up. It's crazy. I have. No, I know. I just didn't know that was what it was called. It's a it's a vile pile of sludge, and mm-hmm. they've only been able to take pictures of it with like a little robotic camera. Because if somebody else got close to it, they would You'd like, be dead in a day. They, they become they become part of the foot. Ooh, scary. I guess that means someone could still kill me, but you'd have to you'd literally have to sacrifice yourself. Like it'd be another it'd be another lich. Yeah, it's a it's a never ending curse. I hex the phylactery so that if you break it, you become a lich. But then that's like a reward for some people. Can you force somebody to be a lich? Probably. This is it's not real. You can you can't do that. Wayne, you're breaking you can't the become rules. a lich either. This is this is all this is all fantasy. If I were a lich, I'd simply be nice, and then nobody would try to destroy my phylactery. <laughs> That's true. That's a good tactic. That's a good idea. You'd do the opposite. You'd, you'd, you'd be like, you want to play on my DS? That's me. Stored in the moon. That's cheating. Yeah, then I'm going to... I store Armstrong it in get you. Alpha Centauri. That's what my phylactery is, the entire uh, star system. You can't store it in a star. Buzz Aldrin will come and fuck your soul up, bro. He's never making it back. <laughs> No, he's going back. That's where he's going to die. Next time he goes back, he'll be in a cup. Damn, bro. That, that's rude to Buzz Aldrin. It's Can true. You make a public apology to Buzz Aldrin on our podcast, please. <laughs> yeah, make a public apology to Buzz Aldrin right now. Buzz Aldrin, I'm sorry that the next time you get to the moon, you will be nothing but ashes. I mean, if if we're doing that, now I have to apologize to Queen Elizabeth for t- for threatening to make her smoke a ghost pepper or whatever. <laughs> the... <laughs> The uh, but yeah, log. I mean, if you're a nice lich, the thing is, is you're you're gonna get some meanies coming after you, and you're gonna ha- you're gonna have like some fucking uh, like oh, I hate that guy. I hate that lich. He's too nice to people. They're gonna he's gonna have fun adventures. He's gonna be like a children's cartoon character, a fun <laughs> lich. Log the friendly lich. If Wayne's answer is the elephant's foot, my answer is Wayne. Wayne will be my phylactery, and so be another you lich. Know, a chain one. of liches. Yeah, pretty smart. That's kind of cool. But it's like a cascading effect where if someone makes it to the elephant's foot and takes you down, it's like a chain reaction. Yeah. Store your souls in each other. The source of all liches. The issue there, though, is that if someone, like, tries to fight me and attack me and they deal a decisive blow, I won't die, but you will. No, because you're not dead. You're a lich. Well, but no, but your phylactery... I, this this is hurting my head. This isn't real. Liches aren't real, yeah. hopefully. Let's move on. <laughs> Good thing liches aren't real. That's our answer. This is a good one. Um, I don't have a good answer for this, but you guys might. What nightmare creatures haunted your mind as a young child? For example... Who, who asked that? Cre- uh, someone named Grungle. Mm-hmm. Now I have to do, do it all over again from the top. Thank you, Master yeah. Girl. You're welcome. Do it. Well, you didn't say his name. You do have yeah. to do it all over again. I didn't again. finish reading it! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to say who's so and so his name first. <laughs> From the top. No, I don't have to do that. I'm reading the email as is. (laughs) Oh my god. What nightmare creatures haunted your mind as a young child? For example, the two creatures I was really afraid of as a kid were the zombie cat from a Goosebumps direct-to-video movie and a dead baboon. Whoa. 
I wow. thought they Whoa. both lived in the dark hallway outside my room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> A fucking undead baboon. That's awesome. Were you haunted by any imaginary terrors or were you fearless? Uh, sincerely, Grungle. Uh, I have a few answers. So, Bob, you don't have an answer? I, I might not have a good answer. Because, okay, what spooked me as a kid, I, I've said this before, but I watched a lot of History Channel as a kid. I thought Hitler would come to get me. That's awesome. <laughs> that is not a fictional person. Uh, that one was weird because I also, I, I knew how irrational that was because all those Hitler documentaries talk about how Hitler ended his own life, took his own life in the bunkers. So I knew Hitler wasn't around anymore. It became but a just witch. Like, I had that fear, too, oh, no. after I watched Dragon Ball Z Fusion Reborn. I was scared that Hitler would escape Otherworld, but I knew Gotenks would protect me. I thought you were going to say, I thought Janembo was going to come and get me. <laughs> I was so scared of Janemba. The other thing that legitimately kind of spooked me, but like I also knew they weren't real, was aliens. I thought aliens were... I thought aliens were scary, because they were you know, literally otherworldly, but I also knew they wouldn't... like do anything i thought i like i was a very grounded kid i knew like okay this is scary but i also don't it can't be real i know someone that is genuinely afraid of aliens and it's so funny to me really like it it, it just cracks me the fuck up the but uh my uh so my nightmare demons when i was a child um i the the first one i've told stories about on stream many times but there was a cow uh, we had a vacuum cover for our vacuum cleaner that resided in the living room. That was like a cow woman. Uh, it was like it was like a like a like a like a, a cow in like a like a old timey like colonial maid outfit. And it was pretty big and it would rest on top of a vacuum cleaner because it was supposed to cover it and like hide it from the room. So it was like six to seven feet tall and it towered <laughs> over me as like a young four-year-old and it's soulless black eyes fucking terrified me its size its look everything about it terrified me to the point where i would consistently constantly have nightmares that it would kill my mom and take over oh. and just like like just over and over i never stopped having those nightmares until i got rid of it and then the first <laughs> time they got rid of it i found it in their closet and i was like fuck you you said you got rid of it you said you killed it i was so i felt so betrayed um second uh i remember that the the very first time like the very first night that i slept in my new house the first time that i moved when i was a kid i had this nightmare of these like two Muppets with like noodle arms that were just standing over my bed, waiting for me to wake up to prove that I was alive so that they could kill me. Oh shit. That's brutal. That's like, holy shit. They had like giant mouths and super long arms and they just kept talking to each other. Like if he opens his eyes, we're going to eat him. We're going to. And then like, I remember the, the nightmare ended with like, the nightmare ended with like I moved a little bit and they were like he's awake and they grabbed me and started swinging me around the room in the 360 like a giant swing like king from Tekken somebody is going to draw this now <laughs> you've willed this into existence you had a don't hug me I'm scared dream yeah they kind of were like don't hug me I'm scared characters they were like weird like like eyeless muppets with like big like pac-man mouths yeah and then yeah, that one wasn't reoccurring, but that is the the most vivid childhood nightmare I ever had. Yeah, that that sounds very distinct. That sounds like it scared the shit out of me as a kid. The scariest part to me was was like the very clear concept that these two, like this mother and baby Muppet puppet, were like 
I can't wait till he wakes up so we can kill him. But if he never opens his eyes, he's probably dead or like whatever the fuck they were saying. Why? Why did you have to be like, I mean, I guess you, you have to be alive for them to kill you. But it's like the fact that they <laughs> would know. wait for you to show that you were alive before attacking you is. They wanted to see my fear. I, guess I don't know. So. They didn't want to waste their time. Talking about aliens, ironically enough, my childhood nightmare, reoccurring nightmare demon, and this is not a joke, even though it's going to sound like it, it was the blue aliens from the Eiffel 65 blue no. music oh video. Oh my god! Oh my god! So that, that song came out probably like, what, I probably was like six or seven it's years old, so like first or second oh grade. God just freaked the shit out of me i saw it on tv on like the disney channel once and i like couldn't sleep for months that's insane we we love zerato how come you've never talked about this oh yeah no now now i look at it it's like i fucking love this shit it's so funny because yeah as a child absolutely hated it made me hate the band eiffel 65 nowadays i'm totally into the shitty 90s cgi aesthetic so i've done a full 180 on that opinion but at the time fuck zerato fuck that's so funny uh those things scared the shit out of me as a child i've already talked about on and i'm pretty sure it was on the podcast how uh like i had like a woody toy that scared me so bad i buried him in my backyard what I haven't talked about was another toy that was given to me that scared the shit out of me, which was like some like walking, talking pig toy. And I don't know what it was about walking, this thing, but it, it was, you know, like when a toy walks, it does like kind of like a oh, waddle yeah. and it like had like little voice lines. But something about that pig, I, this was like when I was maybe five. So this was a long time ago. Something about that pig scared me so fucking bad that I chucked that motherfucker into my closet and buried him under so much shit and made sure that closet door never opened again. I'm surprised that you didn't just bury them outside, too, you know? Like, just start a little collection out there of nightmares. Uh, that was my first burying. It was just underneath of items instead of dirt. My first burying. My my first burial. Yeah, for me it was uh, the slee stack from Land of the Lost. What? I don't know what that is. Sleep, what? Describe the it. stack from Land of the Lost. It's like a lizard man. And it's like it's like a lizard man from like a 60s show. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't afraid of them whenever I was awake. But I would always have nightmares about the sleep stacks that lived in the first floor of my house. And if I went down to the first floor, the chase was on. And I'd have to run from the sleep stacks. I typed in sleep stack into Google Images. And I like that the first... Or I, I typed it into Google. And I like that the first like autocomplete was slee stack images people are just wild to see pictures of this guy i have one more it wasn't mine but it is it is a, it is one that my friend told me about like of, of something he experienced that has always stuck me as one of the funniest childhood nightmares he to him the scariest nightmare he ever had was like he must have been like five he had a nightmare that he was in an empty white void and eventually, after a certain amount of time, a purple machine appeared in front of him. And on top of it was Fred or another character from Scooby-Doo uh, with a broom sweeping the machine. And it was to him, he described it as like the deepest fear he's ever felt. And like, <laughs> that is so funny to me. It just indes- indescribable, incomprehensible fear. That's just insane. Brain chemicals are weird. It's so dumb. Like, I, I have dreams. I, I can't remember the last time I had like a true nightmare. But, like, I have, like, stress dreams and anxiety dreams, 
And brains are so dumb because, like, even if I am having a stress dream that I'm like, this is a dream, it's still, like, the chemicals in your brain don't go away. Like, it doesn't matter if you realize that it's a dream, you still are going to freak out. I mostly just get annoyance. Like, if the worst the dream will get will be, I'll be annoyed. I don't really get even stressed anymore. For me, if like the stress trickles into a dream, it doesn't matter what the fuck was happening in the dream. Like just something that I deem stressful that I don't want to happen in my real life will just happen. Like I'll be like venturing through a castle and then like I'll start to feel that little bit of stress. And all of a sudden, Jazz will fly out of my shirt and out a window and I'll be like, no, he's gone. And then I got to stop questing and go get my fucking pet bird. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is not related directly to the question, but I, I have a quick question about dreams just because I was thinking about it earlier today. Have you guys ever gotten hurt in a dream? Like, fi- like, have you felt physical pain while dreaming? What do you mean? Uh, like Frankie Muniz getting shot by the bullets and feeling the burn? <laughs> um, kind of. I, every once in a while, will actually experience pain in a dream. That's and it's really, so, and it freaks so, me out. What? Yeah, and it's like... I mean, it, it makes sense, right? Pain is just a, a thing brain that reaction. your brain does. So yeah. it's like, earlier today, literally earlier today, I was taking a nap. I don't even remember what the dream was about. I was in some kind of forest. I reached down into a plant, and my brain told me that that plant was, like, poisonous acid. And it, made, and it like, hurt my hand so bad that I woke up. That's crazy. Whoa. Oh, wow. What? That's that's pretty intense. For for me, almost any time like pain would happen, I get jolted out of it. Like yeah. like for me, if, if a dream gets too stressful, my go to is to kill myself instantly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy, holy shit! shit. I, I have a very clear memory of like uh, having a dream when I was a little kid. Where I was at, like, SeaWorld, like, watching, like, Shamu or whatever the fuck, and, like, a big stadium with a pool in the center, and I remember something started freaking me out so bad, I was, like, and mind you, I was in, like, the middle of the bleachers, like, like, hundreds of feet away from the pool in the center, I remember standing up and vertically leaping into the center of the stage and into the water and dying and waking up, I remember that, like, <laughs> that's incredible. And I, was, like, and I was, like, seven. Death on contact with the water. You do it so cinematic, like, I can just, if I if I know I'm in a dream, I can just force myself awake. I can't do that. I don't know why. I mean, nowadays I can, but... Yeah, that's a, the, the, the thing with Trox said, it, that is absolutely crazy to me, because I've never felt pain in a dream. I've never felt pain in a dream, because... Not that if, I can remember. Yeah, what if two things, what if two things will happen? Either, like, I, I am, like, astronomically clumsier in my dreams than I am waking up. Like, for some reason, in my dreams... Because it's weird. I'm not this clumsy in real life, but in my dreams, I always, like, drop things, and, like, I always trip, and those usually will, like, oh, jolt yeah, me awake, normal. right? That I'll, That'll usually jolt me awake. And the same thing, like, if I would ever be hurt, I would usually just get jolted awake, and I wouldn't feel the pain. Like, that's crazy that you woke up and your hand hurt, like. Yeah, I mean, it's, but it's the kind of thing, right, that it's it's like, I mean, it just hurts while it hurts and it goes away because I don't actually have an injury. So it's not like, but it's yeah. just like, yeah, like I just, I, I vividly recall earlier today taking a nap, sticking my hand into a plant and having it like physically hurt me. And I, and I've had dreams where I've been injured before, but like, and I will panic, like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the last time I was like hurt in a dream, but like, I don't know, maybe I broke my arm or something in a dream and like, I'll freak out. But 
when I wake up, I'm like, oh, I had a dream about breaking my arm. Good thing I didn't actually feel, I didn't feel any pain. Like, I, like I didn't, like, you know. The two things that come to mind is usually if I have, like, a, a headache while I'm asleep, I can feel the headache in the dream. Oh, well, yeah, that's because Which that's, is, that's, that's like, the, the easiest yeah. example, yeah. yeah. But I do remember, and this was years and years and years ago, having a dream where some kind of snake bit me. And whatever it did, whatever the venom did, it kept me from being able to breathe properly and I couldn't speak. So I couldn't tell anybody that I got bit by a snake. So I couldn't get any help. That's a terrible nightmare. And that was probably the worst. That's probably the worst nightmare I'd. That's probably the last nightmare I really had, actually. And that was like 10, 11, 12 years ago. It's funny that you mentioned getting bit by a snake because a reoccurring theme in my in my anxiety stress dreams is there's always an animal trying to bite me and I have to like hold its mouth open with my bare hands. <laughs> this is a recurring theme in my dreams. I don't know why. You ever been bitten by an animal? No. I've never gotten like <laughs> seriously injured by an animal ever in my life. I love animals. You're like fucking Tarzan in your dreams all the time. Yeah, but it's not like I'm cool like Tarzan. It's like, fuck, I have to stop this giant snake from biting me on my arm by, like, holding its jaws open with my fists. I gotta pick these acid plants. But one more aside on the topic of dreams is, uh, and I finally got a real confirmation of this the other night, was, you know how people say, oh, you, you can't read in dreams, and people be like, oh, bullshit, yeah, you can. I can confirm, I, I read a street sign in my dream, like, two days yeah. ago. Yeah, sometimes I can read, like, I almost feel like you can read in a dream if the dream, like, intends for you to derive something from that yeah. reading. Like, like... I like I'll, I've had dreams where I get like a like a letter and I have to read the letter like to to understand well understand quote unquote the dream plot and, but like I think if I think if I realized I was in a dream and I tried to just read anything that's where like the simulation falls apart. I, I think the thing with reading in dreams is that it's not that it's impossible to read in dreams. It's that just that sometimes it is impossible to read in dreams, and that's why it's used as like a lucid dream trigger. Is that if you can. If you can tell that you can't read, then it helps. But also, I think it's the fact that recognizing that sometimes you can read in dreams, but what you're reading doesn't make any sense at all whenever you think about it. I think that's also part of it. For me, I can never, I can never like intentionally like trip or force a lucid dream out of a regular dream. For me, it's always like I fall asleep weird and like enter yeah. a lucid dream immediately. Like I, I know that I'm doing it. Like it's not intentional either. It just happens. Mm hmm. Next question comes from Turkey Sandwich, and they say, if you could have any car, including movie cars, rare one-of-one -one cars, etc., what would you pick? Lightning McQueen, I dissect him for billions of dollars. What do you think's inside of Lightning McQueen? Like, is it just a normal car in there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would, you would be rich. Blood, guts, and poop. I, I think it, you would be rich if you could get Lightning McQueen and figure out what the fuck's going on there, and, uh, I mean, you wouldn't have to care, because he's not human either. He has no soul. He's a car. Oh, okay. He has no rights. Yeah. So Wayne <laughs> doesn't no care rights. about the sentience of a creature, simply that they have a human soul. <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to pick the optimi the optimized answer. Uh-huh. I don't... <laughs> You're trying to get the high score on this podcast question. Yeah. Just want to find out why he sounds like Owen Wilson. No, other than that joke, I don't even know if we should... Like, do you guys have an answer for the car question? Uh, Mater. So I could dissect them. No, you can't do that. <laughs> It depends. Can I, like, Mater. pick a car with, like, special properties, or does it... Let's just dissect every Disney car. 
Do you guys know any Cars characters other than Lightning McQueen and Mater? Because I don't. Oh, that no, blue Maserati really. that Lightning McQueen wants the fuck. What's her name? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's like a little fucker named Luigi. I feel like I remember. There's a big truck, Bro, that's Mario. Right? There's like a... You're thinking of Super Mario Bros. I know that Lightning McQueen is red. <laughs> he's, like the little, he's like the little forklift. It's different. Yeah, I remember that. What's the little red car that goes kerchow? Oh yeah, Elmo. From Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> I'd pick a clown car that I can fit a hundred people in, but it's really tiny. Funniest thing in the world in in the history of me knowing my friends and us being a, a group uh, is Balp accidentally calling Elmo Mario in full <laughs> honesty. <laughs> Listen, it's red. It's, it's red. red. Yeah, it's red. I'm like a bull. You're right. Mario is red, and Elmo's Italian. Yeah, he's red, just like Goofy from McDonald's. It's like that old Mega 64 Armor Games video. Is the red one Mario? I have no answer to the car question. Yeah, other than that that stupid joke I made, I don't have one either. I told you, I want a clown car that works like clown cars do in cartoons. I want the flying car from GTA Online. I want the car from the Flintstones! That one would suck. You'd have to wheel it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be funny. I mean, yes. Also, I don't think that car can turn. Whenever you think about the logistics of how that car is manufactured. You know what? For a real car, I I actually would like a DeLorean. Like a real DeLorean, not the fucking yeah. Back to the Future one. That'd be cool. I mean, they're nice cars. I don't know. I'm I, The thing is, is that, like, I'm not, like, a car person. And even less than that, I barely drive. So, like, I don't I only brought know. the question up because that answer popped into my head, like, instantly. It was just Dissect Lightning McQueen. Yes. <laughs> Polter Mice asks, if you had the option to create a convention for a game slash concept without having to worry about money, time, or manpower, what would you center it around and where would, uh, what would be there? So basically, if you can will just magically any kind of convention for anything, what would you do? Hmm. And that comes from Polter Mice. Thank you very much. I think the conventions for the things I'm interested in, interested in already exist. Well, no, you're thinking, you're thinking too low level. I would Pepper's have... Con! Yes, like, yeah, like, we could have Pepper's Con! <laughs> balloon Blast Con! Yeah, like, we could have Balloon Boy Con, like... Balloon Boy Con? <laughs> yeah, exactly! <laughs> I want a convention that is a convention for people who are very rich and very generous. And I will I walk around and ask say... for money. It, the the <laughs> Give Master Ger Money Convention. Yeah. <laughs> it's for philanthropists, but it's for philanthropists that just like handing me $100 bills. No, I'm going to say I want the Bird Box Convention. What is that? Bird box? I want a convention of people that are walking around with blindfolds on. Oh, like that. <laughs> like Comic Con, but everyone's blindfolded? <laughs> but everyone's blindfolded. You're gonna get ten concussions on day one, and uh, then you'll be banned from the venue. No, uh, they have to sign a waiver before entering that says that I'm allowed to let them do that and laugh at it. No one will come. No, it's my convention, and I say everybody comes. <laughs> In your fantasy world. In my fantasy world, everyone comes. Well, unlike you, everyone would come to Pepper's Con, even if it wasn't a fantasy world, so I'm like... What if you're allergic to peppers? I mean, they don't have to come. Synthetic peppers. Most people would go. Synthetic peppers. Uh, Check out our new Sin Peppers. We have... We've got hypoallergenic peppers. I want a convention that's like... 
I want a convention that's like uh, what? What's the one? It's CES, right? That's like the yeah, big tech. That's more geared towards general electronics. Yeah. Yeah, I want a convention that's like CES, but the shit actually looks like it's from the future, and it's not just <laughs> your juicer connects to Bullshit. your Wi-Fi. I was going to make a crude like oh ha ha sex toy convention joke, and I remember that's just a thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's, they do that. That's like several things. They have those. Imagine a CES where you go and all of the shit there actually looks useful and cool. It's like cool. actual things from the future. Yeah, that'd be dope. Real answer? A re- like, like, okay. Serious answer? Like, a fighting game? Like, so, uh, Magic the Gathering. I, I think this rained for a while. I'm not sure... I haven't paid attention to, like, the competitive Magic the Gathering scene. But since the Magic the Gathering player base tends to be, like, older people, like, it doesn't, you know, it's not, like, typical gamer things. One of the coolest things that they would have is the Magic the Gathering cruise. And what it would be is, yeah, you just go on a three-day cruise and everyone there plays the same game. Like, everyone there plays Magic the Gathering. And the other thing that was cool is that, like, that was their convention. And also, like, People would, like, have, would, like, there'd be, like, serious panels on, like, yeah, like, here's how to get really good at this game. Like, here's what you do. Here's how you, like, do this and do that. Like, I want that, but for fighting games. Like, it's not a tournament. It's, like, here's an event where you show up if you're a fan of fighting games and you just, like, play all week. And there's just, like, serious discussion about, like, the state of things and, like, how to get better. Because I feel like... Right now, like, every, like, oh, how to get good at this fighting game is, like, to me, it seems, like, very gimmicky. And it's, like, there's no one who's just, like, there's no, like, there's no one who's just, like, old and, like, yeah, I'll I'll teach you how to play, like, without, like, and I'm not sponsored by, like, anything. And I'm just, I'm just here to teach you for real, like, in a, in a super accurate and detailed way, this. And, like, because I'm a little older, I'm, I'm like, closer to 30 now. I care more about those things than I used to when I was, like, younger. I think it'd be interesting. Hey, Bulb, two things. One, I am very surprised your convention had nothing to do with food. What? Yeah. And two... DinnerCon! Two, my real, real final answer. Uh, I have to take a personality test and list, like, my my favorite things in the world that I like. And then everybody that wants to come to my convention has to match that personality test. Self-centered? So peppers and burying toys. Peppers and Dragon Ball Z and... It's the stuff I like, Con. And not being wet in a car. (laughs) That's true. I don't like being wet in a car. What kind of personality test do you take that tells you what you like? That seems very specific. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, I'm not. I say you do the personality test, and at the end, you list the things that you like on top of it. Yo, Balp, if DinnerCon has any peppers, I'm fucking suing you. (laughs) Anyways, I want a french fry convention. (laughs) Yeah! I guarantee that's real. The kind of stuff that I like and am, like, invested in, having a, like, I, I, I don't think I would want a convention just about it. I feel like I would get exhausted. But a french fry convention, I could go there and have all kinds of french fries. True. I would go with you. I would absolutely go with you. It'd be great. 
and there's and there are like so many kinds of fries. There are so many things that you could do with French fries that I think like it'd be a smaller scale convention, but you could do it and it'd be awesome. Like you could get you could get truffle fries, you could get like fucking vinegar fries, you could get fucking poutine, you can get fucking cheese fries. No, I want to go to the French fry convention sponsored by Dr Pepper. <laughs> and they would like they would people would build things out of French fries. It would be crazy. There's kind of all kinds of crazy French fries out there. There's like, there's like Tex-Mex French fries, like carne asada fries. Uh, there's a place that I saw that served um, like tikka masala fries, like just like French fries with Indian curry ingredients. That sounds crazy. Have you ever had French fries with uh, tzatziki? Uh, probably at some point. I mean, it's potato, so it goes with fucking everything. That's the thing. That's why fries are so good. But yeah, French fry convention. You didn't let me get my joke answer out. That was my serious answer. I just want, like, a serious, like, not tournament, like a fighting game convention of, like, we're, like, like like-minded, like, we're, like, you know, here's, let's help each other get good. We want to get good, right? Let's help each other get good. My joke answer, although this is still kind of would be dope, uh, it kind of builds on Log's answer a little. Fair con. A fair convention? Yes, yes. Here's what it would be. The real fair, it sucks. You go there for overpriced fair food and like ev- there's ripoffs at every turn. And then there's like, there's like a, there's like a, a sprint booth where they try to sign you up for a sprint thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Fair con would be a con for people who like going to the fair and it would have the amenities of a fair, but it'd be real. It wouldn't be just rip-off. So it'd be, it, it would be, there. I'm imagining, like, the show floor would be, like, the show floor <laughs> would be, like, oh, yeah, check out all the fair food, but at reasonable prices. And it's, like, the best of, of all the fairs. We got the best of food of all the fairs. Like, Bob, you're, you're just describing a fair, but with a lot of good rides and good prices. <laughs> You want a fair that's not ripping you off. No, no, there wouldn't be rides. There wouldn't be rides. Instead, well, then, there'd be panels what? about rides. But that's, Wait, that's you, like would shit. Want, you would want to go in a room and yes, listen to people like talk about a yeah. fair ride? Yeah, I, yeah I'd, want, I'd, go, I'd go to the I've seen the world's fattest pig panel and where they, where they, like, where, like, where they show awful. you the world's fattest pig and you don't have to pay the, the dollar. And they're like, yeah, we've, it's, uh, here it is. This is what they don't want to see. Now you're describing a worse fair. It's a fair <laughs> where you go good. to talk I about what good. if we were actually at the fair? I think it's Wouldn't good. that be great? I can't even. I can't even hear this French fry and peppercorn. That's all we need. I want a rhythm game convention. Combine them, French fry and peppercorn. We gotta stop. We're we're getting into dangerous territory. There would be consequences. I still think my ideas would be a good idea. Um. Yeah, I want a rhythm game convention. That's my answer. But we should. Move that would on. actually be great. That'd be sick. There's no way that's not real. Not real not right on a now. Large scale. But... No, not on a large scale. Maybe, but there's probably like a local. Yeah, it would be cool to have a rhythm game convention that just has like every single good rhythm game playable. That'd be fun. That wouldn't happen outside of America. I mean, outside of Japan, rather. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have another question. Talking about fairs, this actually leads into another question that I really like. There's a question from Die who says, if you had to design a radio TV solutions themed amusement park, what rides would you use to represent each member? I really like this question. 
this was one of the ones that I was going to go to as well. Um, but it's tough is the thing. It's going to take some thinking. Now, here's the question. Should we each design our own ride or should we each have to pick somebody else? Yes, because I have such a good idea. Oh, that might be good too. I have a good idea for my ride. How about, how about one and one? Design your own ride and then pick someone else in the group to design a ride for. Is that I don't good? have the brain power for that. I do. I can do it. But, I'll go first. Yeah. Fuck it. My ride would be uh it's a small culinary world. It'd be a slow ride. Basically, we would build an entire buffet restaurant and the and the it's the slow ride goes through it and the gimmick is all the food is real. And so you are you're the ride goes slow enough that you are actively encouraged to pick up plates of food and bring them with you, like, out of the ride. You're, you're describing, like, the inverse of those sushi bars with the, rotating, yeah. with the rotating bar. You're moving and the food stays there. And just like it's a small world, it, it covers all the foods of the world. So you, like, start off maybe in North America okay. and you're like, you know, ooh, it's like, oh, I'd ride oh, that. Get some brisket. We're in Texas. Get some brisket, and then you, you know, you eat your brisket, and then the next thing you know, you're in, you're in, you know, you're in, uh, you're in, uh, uh like you're oh, in China. Or in Scotland. Like, oh. Don't touch the fucking. Haggis. Yeah, 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 and and it's yeah, and the gimmick is that all the food. It's not just the ride. All the food's real. You're actively like you can't get up, but everything's really low, so you're like encouraged to, like pick up plates of food and eat it as you. This go. sounds like a health disaster, <laughs> but I do like the idea. I'd be one of the first for the day. My ride would be would take inspiration off of one of my favorite amusement park rides uh, it, that I've ever it, in 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 regards to something extra. It is one of my favorite amusement park rides that I've ever been on. So you ever you ever been on those like whitewater rapids rides? Not like a log flume, but it's like it's like it's like a water ride where you go down a large trail and you're in like a big circular raft where you like look at each other and like. You you basically play the game of like okay who's gonna get the most wet because it's like kind of random like you spin and like you hit waves at certain points that shit's fun but specifically at the amusement park that we would go to every year whenever we'd go up to visit my grandma um the uh, they had one of those rides and along the ride like the ride would go along like the various walkways in the park and at, at various points there would be a machine that you could put quarters into and it was like a high pressure water gun that you, you could spray blast the people, people on the ride yeah you spray the people on the ride so my ride would be like that you're going through like a mountain and there's like i guess there could be like game chimps like it's like hot spring themed so the water's hot and there could be like oh. game chimps all over it but the big twist the big twist is that those guns not only can be operated there, but they can be operated remotely and you could play the game and we could stream shooting at people with a water gun <laughs> on the bullets. ride That'd as they cool. go. No, yeah. no, not that shooting hot water at people. Yeah, I don't I I like that except for the hot water, because all of my like mental images of theme parks are like it's 90 degrees outside and I'm and I'm miserable. Yeah, you don't really want a warm water. It changes in right, the season. Right, yeah. It changes in the season. Okay, warm water in the in the winter and cold water in the summer, sure. Or maybe it's hot, like a hot tub, and then it gets cold at the end to cool you off. That would make you sick. No. No. It'd make you strong. My ride would be fucking big because of the concept that I have where you know you know the the thing where you go in and you press against the wall and it spins really fast so you're pressed your uh -huh. the mm -hmm. gravity okay. Imagine one that's big enough for just like two people 
So it's, it's not super big, but it's big enough for two people. All right. And it's on a track. It's on a moving track. And then like when whatever part of the wall that you're on isn't that, that you're on, whatever part of the wall that you're not on is a window. So you can see outside. Right. And the, it moves along this track and you have like a vision of like, it's got some kind of theme to it. I don't care what the theme is right now, Vampire. but then it goes into a sure. But then it goes into a dark room. Okay. So you can't see anything. And then I want that ride while you can't see anything to start spinning. So you're pressed against the wall. You can't see shit. And then I want it to be like, uh, like a, like a space odyssey. I want it to just be like these bright lights and these flashing <laughs> lights while you're spinning really hard and you're pressed against the wall. <laughs> so you just want to give people seizures? Well, you would have to you sign have to, a waiver. Mm-hmm. This is another thing where you have to sign it's a waiver. Ride. Bro, your ideas it's seem to be ride. like, they're damaging your fans. All right. And so, and then, no, I like you're, it. you know, you're pressed against the wall. You're, oh, the gravity's pulling you against the wall. You're flashing lights and colors. And then I want it to just stop. So that'll break people's necks. And then, and then they just get flung out of the ride directly into the ambulance. If you stop and let the speed, like, kill normally. I don't mean literally, like, suddenly. It's just you hit the brakes. You're, so you're not engaging the brakes. No, I'm not yeah, saying okay, you just hit the brakes. Because that would actually absolutely kill your beloved I want the lights to just suddenly stop and then it starts slowing down. And then the ride ends. You know what you should do? Do one of those spinning wall rides and like you you put a rule up where it's like you can't tell anyone what happens in this ride and you go in and like as you're spinning it starts to slow down and all of a sudden the floor drops out from under you and you slide down into like it's like funnel shaped right so you don't just drop and like die and hit the floor you like slide down the wall and you go to the next stage of the ride uh as for what happens down there I don't know but oh I just thought of the theming the theming of my ride is it's it's <laughs> it's hoga it's hogasm <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> that would How actually is be that, great. That that you're gonna kill someone. You start the ride and you hear Oh Santa And then the moment we've is come to, we've come to Hulk Hogan, what are you doing here? And then the moment it goes that's when the lights turn off and you start spinning and then the lights are flashing. And it's just this loud noise. Wayne, when you said like, oh, you're not supposed to tell people what you see on this ride, I thought you were gonna, I thought it was gonna start spinning, and then you're gonna like project something heinous in the middle. You <laughs> like, <laughs> can't tell anybody what we're showing you. What's yours, Log? Uh, I guess like a like a lazy river adventure. Mm-hmm. So you can drift along, that's fine, but it would take it would the river would take stops in like various little uh constructs that are just like specifically for the lazy river like the lazy river is the only way that leads in and out and so like you could go into like like a like a cave or like a like a temple or something and you can get out there and there's like there's like hot tubs and little pools and stuff in there so you can go to the place that you like the best but you can also just continue on your adventure i like that Sounds very relaxing. Yeah, it sounds like a nice, a good, nice little resort nice time, next yeah. to right, right next to Master Gur's Hell Hogasm ride. <laughs> hogasm you Hell. You can hear them screaming, and you can hear Hogasm being played at like two decibels. And ride where you're actively encouraged to to get out of your seat and get plates of food. Yeah, um, mine kind of is like Gur's. Uh, I, I like the idea of that, of the, you know, just ride that spins you around and around, like, That's so you're stuck kind. to the wall. But specifically, my, like, the gimmick of mine would be that it is constantly playing music, and the ride is always synced to the music, and it's constantly playing, like, crazy visuals in the center of the ride. 
and it's just going nuts. And it's specifically timed so that it works with the tempo of the music. I think that would be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool for a real ride, yeah. I was going to say, you could probably use the rotation of the ride to do like a hologram type thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, whenever you go to a fair, every single ride is always just playing this like shitty techno or whatever. And like, you know, that's fun and all. But the ride is never synced to the music. I want fair ride, but it is 100% synced to the music. And also it's playing good music instead of bad music. I want good music at my fair. We had Numa Numa playing at my fair once. So, do we want to come up with a ride for someone else, or do we want to move on? Scorpy's ride is a is a mirror maze, but with pressure plates that you can step on that play extremely loud noises. Like, painfully loud noises. Yeah. I think Scorpy definitely needs a fun house, for sure, in this fictional location. Scorpy's would be my ride, except it's just you walk into a room and then get exposed to loud noises. I think that Scorpio would have a haunted house ride, but the ride, but the 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 track, like the, the little riding vehicle, goes too fast to see any of the monsters. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> it just goes too fast. You can't get scared. The first haunted house that can't scare you. Scorpio has talked about how he likes the like on rails uh, haunted house rides. Yeah, so I think he'd probably have one of those. I want the video tube. I also like the idea of the thing that I said, or like the the on rails like Monster House ride, but it's connected to a mic that's extremely loud that he could just talk into and talk at you whenever he wants. <laughs> like he has to be there to operate. Yeah, this. guys, the collective crown jewel. Remotely, the collective crown jewel is the video tube. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, a real life video tube. Hell yeah! You go into the ride, and there's like a computer at the start of the ride. You like load up like max you five videos video on the internet. yeah you load them up you get in the ride and then you go through you do the video tube with your videos and then once the videos are all done you get off next person comes on and picks their videos i love that because that's really sort of like a choose your own adventure type ride where it, it could either yeah. be the like a nice relaxing ride or it could be the worst 30 minutes of your life or just nightmare fuel thinky bodhi 10 times and if you're not sure we have a preset list of videos to pick from uh with beautiful options such as video pizza uh he- hebrew climb with babies uh will i am uh Entertainment tonight, so factory. No, (laughs) that's how we get a fucking arrest warrant. The park gets closed down. We can't disengage the the locks on the doors. We have four people stuck in there. You shouldn't have even said that. Censor, censor what he said because someone will search on YouTube and find it, and we will be liable. I'll censor it. I will actually censor what you said. The people have to know. You do not want to see uh, factory. Censor well, by going, to censor, that too. censor half of it. <laughs> Which half? Nobody knows. Yeah, just say uh, uh, factory. No, I want okay. just uh, uh, blank. No, that sounds worse. Yeah, you can't. Don't make oh. me sound like a fucking freak. <laughs> you're right. Please. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you're not a freak I for mean... suggesting <laughs> factory. But we're all freaks. Oh God! Oh, all right. Hell. I think Wayne's uh, ride would be real quick. I think it would be um, they they Wayne's put you World. into giant. It's like bumper cars, but instead of bumper cars, they put you into giant animatronic like like mech gor- gorilla mechs, and you just have to beat the shit out of each like, other. Like like Rock'em Sock'em robots, but you can do it. You get to play. Yeah, 
That would be a pretty dope arcade attraction. You remember how when we went to the vi- the video game museum, they had like giant Pong. Like imagine like like giant Rock'em Sock'em robots where you like sat on either side and controlled it. Like that'd be pretty fun. One one last one. Erarg would have a petting zoo, but it's exclusively dogs. It's just a dog zoo. Yeah, I, I would feel a little bad about charging people for that, but you know, no, it'd be free. You charge for you charge for treats. Uh, like yeah. a like a real petting zoo. A real petting zoo does that. Whose dogs are they? Whose dogs, your dogs are they? Wayne, it's your amusement park. You will have to take okay. care of all these dogs. <laughs> if we just bring our own dogs. Honestly, I'd go to a dog zoo. Just say, hey, we got one of every dog. That's a lot of dogs. Well taken care of. It's kind of just a shelter at that point. You bring the lo- You can let the let them adopt them. Have the local shelter supply dogs. We didn't know where we'd begin, but. We know how we're wrapping it up. With At least I do. Thank you for listening. If you have questions for the next episode, please join the Wayne Radio TV Discord and look for the podcast questions channel. Make sure you ask good questions that aren't jokes. They can be funny, but don't try. Or uh, <laughs> don't try. No, it's it's a complicated subject. Go to discord.gg slash Wayne Radio TV if you want to see my streams and the groups. Twitch.tv slash Wayne Radio TV. We're all up in there on times, and we all stream these days. Plug yourselves. Drog you first. Log's too tired. Log needs a nappy. Yeah, I'm uh I'm on Twitch sometimes. Uh twitch.tv slash TR0G. Um only other thing I have to plug will have already happened by the time this goes up. So uh-huh. yeah. I hope you enjoyed the funny rave and uh I'm sure it was great, even though it, it hasn't happened yet for me. But it has but happened. But it will for happen you. for you, yeah. So you better have tuned in. Yeah. So if watch not, it. I don't know. Look it up. Sorry, I'm going to be busy. I assume. I'll be watching. I am Bao. Uh, look Hi. for me on Twitch. Oh, we're doing intros. I thought this was the outro. <laughs> I am Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> look for look for Balp, B A A U L P on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Check it out. I make videos. Uh, go watch Lunch Test. Please watch Lunch Test. Master Gur, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Hey, you just have a website you can link to. Big Warp, right? Yeah, BigWarp.com has all the links to all my shit. I promote my I promote my friends better than they promote themselves. I, I forget about it. <laughs> Logmore. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash Logmore. Twitter.com slash Logblaster. But promo can, code gather ye power. Yeah, you can Google gather ye power and get straight to the business of it. Take get a, a free comic by Googling promo code yeah, gather ye power. Oh my god, you don't have to pay? Holy shit. Yeah, it's no free comics. Pay. Wow. <laughs> I thought Bulp was about to be like, oh my all god, right. you don't have to promote him. Anyways, now that the podcast is all wrapped up, you guys want to play Peppers? Hell yeah. All right. Uh, all right, I'll see. go. I'm going I first. I got first dibs. I got first dibs. Okay. 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 <gasps> You're not supposed to eat them yet. What? What was I supposed to do? You've broken the first rule of peppers. You have to toss it in the air and then pick up the seeds. Well, I already ate it. Well, I guess we can't play anymore. Oh, uh, my, my pepper released a right. noxious gas. What do I do? All right, let, let's... I'll get, I'll get my wireless pepper. <laughs> it's got a bit of delay, but we can try it. Wave pepper. <laughs> Make sure it's set it to channel three. Bro, do your cat pee on this pepper? It's just gross.
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only one we've got is this Mad Cat's uh, Fresno Frenzy pepper. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's a little sticky, but yeah, so it works. Yeah, my, my, my little brother chewed on the stem. New pepper hybrid, the Fresno Frenzy pepper coming to you soon. Official Radio TV Solutions pepper. Good night. Good night.